and Trades, a bi-monthly business podcast that talks with entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area. Today, your hosts are Van Pappas and Tom Adam. And now, Between Two Trains. All right, welcome to Between Two Trains, a business podcast where we are going to talk with the best and brightest business owners and entrepreneurs in the area. Today we have a guest, Dr. Miriam Croft from Hands-On Wellness. We'll bring her on a little bit, but I'd like to introduce my co-host, Tom Abbott. Tom, how are you? Good. Feels great, Brian. So, um, as you know, we started last episode a new segment called Entrepreneur Talk. So today's topic is hashtags, hashtags, hashtags. We're going to discuss the five hashtags every business owner should follow. So you mean tic-tac-toe, right? Tic-tac-toe? Some people still call it TikTok. So yeah, I, I'm I'm not uh, big on this with social media, but apparently you really have to start following certain hashtags as a business owner. As a business owner and a real estate agent, what hashtags are, are you following? Any specific hashtags, or when you make a post, do you post? Well, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know that I follow hashtags. That's actually probably a pretty good thing to do. But I certainly pay attention to. You know, hashtags when I'm posting that I'm all I'm now adding my own personal name. So if someone would be searching me, they can search by hashtags, my name. I do both of my websites, my Midtown Mojo and my Atlanta Mojo. So anything I post, I always do that. So if somebody wants to search me out by those hashtags. Um, and then, of course, you know, if you go to any kind of event, convention, whatever, you're always looking for the hashtag or what what the topic is or something. You're always following that one. Well, it's funny you say all of that, uh, Tom, because industry experts actually say the very first hashtag you should follow is your own brand. So you're already doing that. So, you know, check plus for you. And um, other things you really should follow are uh, targeted industry topics. So you're in the real estate game, you know. Uh, there's probably some kind of association or industry, uh, you know, group that you should follow. Those would be targeted hashtags sure, if they have yeah, any, any organization you're in. You would want to follow those hashtags if there's a particular, um, you know, financial planning in your case, real estate in my case, National Association of Realtors. If there's some hot topic that's going on, let's say mortgage interest, you know, if they were talking about getting rid of the mortgage interest deduction, there might be a lot of hashtags. You start to pick up on that. Um, I know when I post, I also, if I'm posting about a community like Shambly, Brookhaven, Midtown, wherever it is, I'm always doing a hashtag about Midtown Real Estate or Shambly Real Estate, Brookhaven, something like that. So you're always targeting it, targeting it that way, too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, now we don't have to just follow uh, business hashtags. Obviously, um, you know, an entrepreneur needs some inspiration. So the industry experts say that you should also, as a business owner, follow some inspirational topics. So when you get up in the morning, you can get out there and charge ahead with whatever. I'm not quite sure about that one. I don't really know what inspirational hashtags would be. Well, I don't actually follow an um, inspiration hashtag. I mean, I personally, on my Facebook page every day, post, uh, I've got a different saying every day. So what's today? If today was Wednesday, it'd be Wednesday's words of wisdom or words of wit, something like that. Thursday's truth. Friday for sure. So I have something every every day, and then, and then I actually don't tag them with an inspiration thing, but probably a good good thing to do. So I learned recently what the number one hashtag is. Do you have any idea what the number one? It's actually an inspirational hashtag. Do you have any idea what the number one hashtag is? Hashtag love. 
Well, there you go. That is the number one used hashtag. Let's write that down for next time. But getting back to our entrepreneur talk, um, obviously, as a business owner, one thing that I suggest is also following any contest you may create. So if you're a business owner and you create a contest, last uh, episode we had talked about um, you know social media challenges. Right. And so here would be a hashtag. you If you create that social media challenge, you would have a hashtag for that and follow that like as well. Like the ice well. bucket challenge. The right? ice bucket challenge, right. Exactly, right. Yep. All right, so we're going to take a short break and hear from our commercial sponsor. And um, when we come back, we're going to bring on Dr. Miriam Croft from Hands On Wellness. This is Van Pappas with Tom Abbott, and you're listening to Between Two Trains. Are you a Shambly entrepreneur or business owner? Do you want to support the Shambly business community? Then come join the Shambly Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber is dedicated to promoting and advocating for the business interests of our diverse community. Through our partnerships with government and community organizations, the Chamber looks to nurture positive business growth. The Shambly Chamber also offers many different sponsorship and hosting opportunities at our monthly breakfast meetings, which feature business leaders and speakers from around the Atlanta area, and at our larger events, such as the annual State of the City Address. Join the Chamber today to open a whole world of networking and advertising opportunities for your business. Learn more at shamblychamber.org. Welcome back to Between Two Trains, a business podcast. I'm your co-host, Van Paps. I'm here with my co-host, Tom Abbott. Hello, and, hello, hello. Hey, Tom. So I'd like to introduce our special guest, Dr. Miriam Croft. Uh, Miriam? Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. All right. So hands-on wellness. Uh, why don't you tell us, you know, a little bit about what the business is and what you do? Sure. I'm a community-driven family wellness center. I'm a trained chiropractor, and I see all ages from newborns, even in utero, pregnant moms, all the way through um, folks in their senior years, and everyone, everyone in between. That was amazing. Many people can actually, you know, benefit from that. That's cool. Um, in addition to chiropractic care, I also have a hyperbaric oxygen chamber and then um, do some nutritional, environmental testing, things like that, really addressing the entire body um, physically, emotionally, mentally, um, chemically, kind of looking at all aspects. What is a hyperbaric chamber? What is that for? What What is the purpose? I've heard of somebody using one, but that's not that. about it. Enclosed space, right? You're mm -hmm. falling into like a tight little tube or something. Well, it's not too tight, Van. <laughs> oh, okay. um, we don't want to scare people. Uh, no, it's really good. Um, you breathe a higher concentration of oxygen than you would in the ambient air. Oxygen is what our body uses for fuel. And so often people's bodies are oxygen starved because there's only about 15 to 20% in the um, ambient air. So increasing the amount of oxygen in your body then helps um, do a bunch of processes that your body needs. It also promotes healing, so people use it for recovering from an injury or getting ready for a surgery or a procedure to kind of boost the immune system, okay. has anti-aging effects, um, people suffering from, you know, infections, things like that, anywhere from autism, stroke, cancer, um, diabetes, neuropathy, a, a plethora of things 
um, can really be um, enhanced or resolved using hyperbaric oxygen. So that's one of the services I offer at Hands-On Wellness. Nice, cool. nice. So you've been in business for what, about three, four years now? Yeah, I actually have been in business four years. Um, I graduated from Life University, so did chiropractic school right here in Atlanta metro area in Marietta, and then opened up right from uh, school. The, the, the chiropractic factory, right? Yeah. How many chiropractors <laughs> come out of that school? A lot, a lot. <laughs> but I will say it was a really good school to go to because they offered so many different techniques. Um, I often explain to my patients chiropractic is learning different um, languages and how to speak to one's body. So each chiropractic technique would kind of be like another language. So at Life University, you're taught, you know, you could learn German, French, um, Italian, and so forth. And so you really have all these different ways to communicate with one's body. And, you know, how Van would like to be adjusted may not be the way you would and vice versa. And how I adjusted a baby is different than I would um, a teenager or a man or an elderly person. So. All right. So there's no age limit. I mean, you you will do babies. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. is there like, I'm too young to be seen or? No, not at all. Um, I just would like, what's use the youngest, different adjusting The youngest uh, client you've, you've um, worked on? My friend's daughter was four days old. Four days old. Mm -hmm. Wow. And really you um, want to just check them after coming through the birth canal, that can cause some subluxations. Those are areas of nervous flow breakdown, and those are areas that chiropractors are looking for um, in their cranium, cervical spine, so forth, um, that we can easily pick up stuff before it becomes an issue later in life. So that's why I lurk, work um, and um, I'm so passionate about working with young kids and families and babies is I see them more often typically than they would at their pediatrician, and we can kind of catch some of these things earlier, and it couldn't really just be a little, a few adjustments here or there, and then the body's going to kind of resolve issues that could spout, spiral or snowball into something larger yeah. left unresolved. And it's interesting, Van made a comment there a second ago about Life University and, and how many people come out of there, and I think it's Fair to say, and sure you deal with this in the industry, that some people think, oh, chiropractors are nah, 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 nah. And I know plenty of people, myself included, I've been to one years ago when I was in an accident that truly kept me from whether I could walk or not. I mean, from pain, but from the Life University, just to decide, shout out, um, they're not like they came around yesterday. When I was in the hotel business back in the 1980s in Miami, they did their big convention at my hotel. And so it's, it's not like Life University started yesterday. They've really been around a long time. So they a good institution for that. So, it's you know, I think uh, there's a common uh, misperception that the chiropractor is all about, you know, hey, I've got some back pain. But it sounds like you're really look at from more of a holistic point of view. You're dealing with, you know, a four-day-old, um, you know, and, and on through. And so it's not necessarily, hey, I've got back pain, you know, I'm an adult. It's, you know, trying to maybe prevent is exactly. a lot of it preventive exactly. stuff? Exactly, yeah. Um, so I don't do PI cases mm -hmm. at all um, or workman's comp. I refer out to other chiropractors that strictly want to work with lawyers and people that have been in an injury and really just are looking to resolve maybe that particular um, issue sure. that arose from that event. I'm passionate about looking at the whole body and working with people that want to function at their optimum level. 
And a lot of that is through proactive care and through education. Um, and, you know, once you give somebody the freedom and knowledge to say, hey, I can feel this great all the time by doing these few things, then why not? You know, and it really opens their eyes up to the ability to kind of live and do all the things that they enjoy. Now, you've been uh, located in downtown Shambly on Pierce Drive. Uh, do you want to make some special announcement about your location? Sure. So I have to announce that I am going to be moving and not too far, though. I'm going to be in Shambly. Yes. Right. I'm actually moving several blocks down. Um, so if you take Pierce Drive, go across Peachtree Industrial and it curves around there's Shambly Professional Building right there, and yeah. I'm moving into that, which is directly. You're talking about over by the high school yes. next mm -hmm. to the stadium. Yeah, so okay. it's probably a five to seven minute walk from my uh, current location. So I'm um, stone's throw. All right. So for all those folks in Huntley Hills and on the other side of Petri Nash, I'll even be closer. <laughs> Right. So um, one last thing, and then we'll get into uh, playing our fun little game that we like to play. Um, and I know that's going to be a surprise for you. But, you know, we like to ask all our entrepreneurs to tell us, um, you know, what the most important thing that you've learned. You've been in business now four years. You've kind of passed that threshold of, you know, you're no longer in risk of, hey, I'm a business that's going to fail within the first year, three years, like most people say, but what's the most important thing that you found in starting your business? What should the guy thinking, hey, I want to go out and become an entrepreneur, you know, what do they need to do? Well, I had a big vision and I knew I wanted to open up my own practice when I was in year one of chiropractic school. So I established my LLC while I was in school and that would be some stuff that you could start right away. Um, you kind of know, yes, I want to work for myself, then you can start um, setting up LLC and getting some of that behind the scenes stuff done sure. while you're still maybe educating or finishing up what you're needing to do in order to become what you want to be. Um, and I knew how important um, all these different aspects that I address currently in my wellness center are part of functioning optimally in one's ultimate health. However, I took on a lot of overhead initially. And I think in hindsight, I would have probably started small with that big vision as something that I'm working towards. Um, and so that would be one of my biggest things to um, offer as a piece of advice to somebody else starting out on their own is keep overhead low and grow towards what you ultimately want to be um, versus kind of starting really large. Because as I found, um, it takes longer than what you expect and plan on for your business to grow oftentimes. Hey, so. Amen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, you don't have any employees, right? They're all independent contractors? Yes. So I initially started with employees um, when I first opened and realized independent contractors were much better suited for my business. Right. Well, it is that time to play a fun game here on the uh, – between Two Trains podcast. I'm your co-host, Van Pappas, and uh, Tom Abbott, my co-host, and I are, we've come up with a brand new game we haven't played before called Name That Slogan. 
So this is a game where we're going to give you some slogans and see how many of them you can get right. What we've learned over the years is that a good slogan can really help a business. And some of the larger businesses in the world have had slogans that, you know, they had in commercials and we grew up with them. And they're not even on TV anymore. Long, long gone now. but They're long gone. They don't even, the companies don't even use those slogans anymore, but they're just drilled in our brain. And a successful slogan is one where decades later, we still remember. So we're going to see if you remember some of these slogans from kind of yesteryear. Like a current hashtag could become... Like there the ice bucket challenge. No one's still doing it, but right. we still know about it. Well, you know, we t- and that's funny that she said that, Tom. If you remember in the last episode, we talked about making um, social media challenges evergreen. It's the same thing Something with this. You know, we have slogans that are evergreen. They remind, they, you know, they're just drilled in our brain. Well, like these slogans are not something, you know, a major corporation is never, I don't think I've ever seen a company ever come back and reuse an actual marketing slogan like we're going to talk about right now but it was so impactful you remember it or, or we're, we hope you remember it. we're about to we're going we're to see how many of these you remember here we go with the first, excuse me here we go with the first one you deserve a break today uh kit kat Ooh, no. wrong mcdonald's that was oh. a mcdonald's slogan from back in the day you deserve a break today don't leave home without it Oh, she's struggling. You can see it in her face. <laughs> I am. It's oh, you're uh, Amex. Yes, American Express. American Express. The, the audience can't see, but I'm trying to help her along. We'll get there. Pam <laughs> came up with this one. I this, don't remember this, this one. Yeah, this so, one actually is this, a two-parter. This this one. Good luck. Um, Taste great, less filling. No. No. Miller Lite. That was a Miller Lite. Oh, and if you remember the commercial, you may have that. been too I'm from Wisconsin. You may, you may have been too young for this, but in that commercial, uh, famous football player Bubba Smith literally took the top of the can and ripped it open with his mouth. And that Aye. was the taste, I'll have to search that on Taste YouTube. Great Less Filling <laughs> slogan. Good to the last drop. Um uh coffee. Bold, You're right. Maxwell House. Maxwell House. House. Yeah. So see, there's a slogan where she knew it was coffee. You at least knew what the product was. was. Yeah. Right. And I'm wondering, uh, you know, those of y'all listening to the show, maybe you can make some comments. Uh, you know, if you remember these, uh, you know, give us some comments on them. So we have a few more, right? Just do it. Nike. Nike. That's iconic. That's because of the wellness thing. <laughs> okay, so here's another wellness one for you. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Um, Alka-Seltzer? You got, got, it. got it. Good job. And Breakfast of Champions? Uh, um, frosted Flip? No. Uh, You're on the right track. Close, close yep. Um, Wheaties. They, they would, they would oh, come right. out with Wheaties. a box, you yeah. remember, and yeah. they'd have the, the celebrity or the yeah. athlete yep. on the box, and it was the Breakfast of Champions, so... I'm getting so, the product. So I'm not sure, you know, she, she didn't get a whole lot right. We may have to rethink this, name that slogan well, uh, again. I think it's actually kind of neat because it really doesn't give us any special, but it does, like you said, Dan was saying in our previous episode, we were talking about, you know, creating things that, that have a lasting value and that you remember. And it's all mm-hmm. about, you know, how many companies spend billions of dollars building a brand and then you see them come up and change their whole 
marketing thing, but you can still remember that that past one from from something. So good stuff. Well, we appreciate you playing the game, and uh, we're about uh, to the end of our show. But before we go, um, do you have anything you any events coming up that you want to let the public know about? Uh, stuff that you know, you say, hey, we're we're gonna be doing this or that. Um, well, I will be throwing a like new location party. However, oh, I like um, TBD on the date. Um, I've got to be out of my old spot by April 30th. And so sometime I'm guessing in um, May or June. So we'll keep that on the radar. You let us know and we'll make yeah. sure that we, we uh, let we get Perfect. it out to our listeners. Um, you've been listening to Between Two Trains, a podcast where we interview the best and brightest entrepreneurs of the area. Uh, Dr. Croft, thank you for coming on the show. I hope Absolutely. you had a good time. Tom, any parting words? Um, no, just be good and be be well. All right, yes, and I make like sure that. Be make well. be well. There's your that might be your slogan. Yeah, well, perfect. All right, so you can hear us on a variety of different sources. Uh, SoundCloud, uh, you can search us up there. We are now on iTunes, so if you're an Apple person, go to iTunes and type in between two trains. That's the number two. Uh, and thank you for listening. Hi, this is Van with Between Two Trains. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We have a great lineup of future guests coming, so stay tuned. And if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur in the North DeKalb area and are interested in coming on the show, send us an email. We would love to get your story out to the community. Send your contact info to betweentwotrains at gmail.com. That's between the number two trains at gmail.com.